I mean, like, I, I'm doing this whole podcast because I want to talk to people about different topics. Yeah. And, like, every conversation at some point comes to around because someone has something major. <laughs> of course. That, like, I mean, it's kind of so funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first guest I had was he's supposed to be in the US in March. And, like, it's been postponed, like, every two months or something. Uh, now until the end of the year. But uh, I was planning to go to New York in April and May. And I got my new visa in March. And then, like, no, end of February, I got my new visa that I waited for, for, like, six months or something. And it was approved. And then two weeks later, it was like, you cannot <laughs> enter the U.S. And it's Corona. And I'm like, well, duh. <laughs> great. So how does that affect the whole, I mean, if you can comment on that, the, the whole model, or not model, but like fashion industry in general? Because it seems to me the whole, I mean, in a way, like photography, I guess, is very distant. Yeah. Um, and the yeah. runway is also lots of space between people, but... Um, nah, not really. I mean, we all had to find out how we can make this work with um, the distant distance. Um, so, I mean, I when I go to a shooting i am in very close contact with the hair and makeup uh, artists and then with the stylist because i usually i put the clothes on but they always gonna like fix something so i have like at least two or three people very close to me and then the photographer is a little bit further away or at least behind the camera (laughs) but um they're usually like minimum eight or ten people on set so it's not like i mean they kind of um like right now with corona they said okay only the people that have to be there are there so it's a little less right now but um in the beginning i mean usually you fly to different countries for work and all the german brands now uh, were only allowed to book German models or models that were on stay in Germany. And um, that changed quite a bit because usually big brands like to also like to book people from abroad, to like models from New York or Paris or whatever. They would just fly in for a day to shoot, even though there are plenty of models here. But <laughs> I was going to ask why, why is that? Just I think I mean, it's... Yeah. Uh, so if a model lives abroad, it also has a, or it puts a different view on the image of the model. If it if a model lives in New York, you would assume that it can afford living in New York, that it would work good or pretty well. So it's it has a better image. Yeah, it's all about image so, in this industry. So it's not a So if you work for it for a specific brand other brands want you not because of your look, but because you work for them. You're like a big brand. So it's all about image. You have to have like one person who's important that says, oh, this girl, I like this face. I want to book her. And then everyone else will book you. But why is, uh, I mean, uh, I obviously understand that, I mean, this happens in every industry, right? Uh, yeah. Where people often go after what someone else, what other people want. But in this case, the it seems I would imagine at least the general public, apart from like very few individual supermodels, have no idea who the people are. No. So it's not like the the people who it's actually just in see the, in them. the industry. I don't know why exactly it is this <laughs> okay. way. 
I, I mean, I think about this all the time because my agencies always ask me, okay, do you want to live in Paris? Do you want to stay here? You want to live in New York? Uh, don't go back home. Don't go to Germany. And I always wanted to live where my family and friends are. It was always very important to me. Um, I didn't feel good or happy when I was um, on stay in one city for a long period of time. Um, but they always wanted me to stay because it, it shines a different view on me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, are you from Hamburg or? Uh, around Hamburg, yeah. Like a smaller city. Because, I mean, at least Hamburg is, you know, like if you are, for example, from New York, yeah. then that makes it easier. And I guess Hamburg, I don't know, is Hamburg a city that has any kind of market value in the modern uh, fashion industry? I mean, yes, it has quite good brands and photographers and a few magazines, but it's not like Paris or New York or Milan or London. <laughs> So those yeah, are like I've the big. I've never heard of a Hamburg Fashion Week. Yeah, right. Yeah, there is a Berlin Fashion Week, but even Berlin is not so much more important than Hamburg. I mean, maybe a little bit, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess you have like the the what is it like three, four big cities? And... Yeah, like yeah, in Europe and then yeah, in America and yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned earlier that it's uh, you need someone to decide this person's really good and then everyone books that person. So yes. Who decided that you were I a good person? I was pretty lucky with, uh, I was very young, I think 15, and then Prada wanted me for their campaign. And Prada is like, if you do that as a new face, so you're called a new face if you didn't do anything before, if you just started. Um, I mean, I did some, I did this gala magazine here in Germany and one or two other s smaller things. And then this um, option came around. So it's, they ask you if you have time on those specific dates and that's an, they, that's an option they want to have on you. And then you have to give them the option if you have time and then they decide which model they're going to book. They put options on like a few models. Oh, how do they decide? I mean, how do they, they decide? Yeah. How do they decide which one to go for? Okay. There is a casting director usually that works for a few brands and they um, look at all the new faces every season and they know all the big models and then they decide which face they like. And then they would, uh, show those faces to the designer or whatever and then they decide okay maybe this girl this girl this girl also it depends on um how the campaign should look like what kind of vision they have um i mean i don't f um, maybe they see a girl with brown hair or with blonde hair or with black hair or asian or whatever so um that depends and then yeah, they just they just go for a few faces and then they decide in the end. And I was pretty lucky because they decided for me. Actually, it was super weird because they, I think they booked maybe twenty girls, and we were all we were all flying to New York, 
and so then for one job or for yeah this, multiple this, people in the same shoot or yes it was like 20 girls for the same job kind of we arrived like all of us arrived on the first day and the job for, was for like five days and then um It was the first time for me flying to New York, actually. And then um, we got ready. Like, every one of us got hair and makeup and, like, an outfit. And then the photographer uh, was a very big photographer, Stephen Meisel. He uh, looked at us and then they decided which five or six or seven girls they're going to keep for the next days. Um so, yeah, and then so I was lucky. <laughs> but do the me. others, the others who didn't uh, get picked, do they just have to like fly home again yes. at their own cost? No. Or do they at least pay the? Yeah. So they pay them. For I think the they paid the flights and the travel and the hotel I and see. then. Okay. Um, yeah, but still, <laughs> it was very disappointing. Yeah, because yeah. also you didn't know. Like I got there and I didn't know that they would decide right then like not before because i got booked and i thought wow i was like over in the moon excited because i thought okay it's it's me <laughs> oh, right. and then you, right. they see. could have said oh no you have to go it's home. not you yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah oh that sounds so brutal <laughs> you fly to another country and then they look at you and go ah no actually not <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's how it is that's what you have to learn that it's about the look and not about you personally because yeah. it's like you make money with your face and your body and people talk about you like how, the way you look or the way your shape is or yeah you have to learn that this is not affecting your like person <laughs> kind of Yeah, like it's not an, an attack on you as a person. Yeah. It's just... Hmm. so It's just business. <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you... So what kind of... I mean, <laughs> it sounds like a really weird question, but like what kind of look do you have? Or like what kind <laughs> of things do they want you for? Can, can you describe um, that? Or I think that I'm not the typical um, classic beauty model i would say like not a girl <laughs> where like the i don't know it's uh, i don't know how to describe uh, i have a cooler look maybe a little bit more boyish not so girly i mean in my personal life yes but um when i get booked for jobs um they often put me in like more boyish clothes and like reduced makeup and mm, more natural kind of. I, don't know. I just realized I should have probably looked at some of your stuff in preparation. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't do this at all. Like, you can do it afterwards. I, like, yeah, I know Antonia. And, and then you know what I talk, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. I should have probably done this beforehand. Um. Yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of like that. And yeah, and they always told me that they liked my hairline because it's like <laughs> I have this widow yeah, widow this, like, peak, little... I think. Widow... Yeah, I don't know what the name is for it. Yeah, widow peak, I think. Is it okay? And then I mean, it's like a slight bump. 
yeah. uh, centrally. No, I face, have a heart shaped face. A heart shaped face. Yes. Exactly. That's what I meant. A heart shaped face. <laughs> Um, say it in nice words so what <laughs> so they just that that fit the look or no that was, <laughs> it was like unusual special, yeah it's unusual and okay. then i have hooded eyes and i don't know i like the shape of my face what's hooded eyes um like you don't see the eyelid when i look straight oh that's true yeah i have a i have like a line above yeah my eyes right and you, you don't i don't <laughs> oh that's true oh, okay yeah that's also kind of special i guess <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. yeah but did you did you i mean so it seems like you at least the very the very beginning was very successful in that sense but yeah how did you i mean you said like you have to learn to not take it personally how did you deal oh, with that how, how easy topic. is that <laughs> yeah big topic. i think a lot of models struggle with that because you start in a very young with a very young age um so i started when i was 14 or the big success came when i was 15 16 and then i was flying to new york and i was seeing all those amazing clients like uh, i was walking for chanel and prada and louis vuitton and every every brand you know not every brand but a lot of those brands i worked with and um I don't know, in that age, I couldn't really understand what was going on because also I didn't have the business view on this that I have now. So I just started and I earned this money and this money was just like a number on a piece of paper. <laughs> but that was like kind of going into my bank account. But, um, well, I didn't really, I didn't have to deal with money like at that I mean, point in school, right? yeah so i was at school i was i was living at home and um i didn't know the value of it and then also you like the people talk about how you look and what i said they put me in those um boyish clothes and no makeup and just like hair that like wet hair so i didn't feel like the girl or woman i wanted to become Especially with like fifteen, when you're in puberty, 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 <laughs> puberty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and you want to become a woman or see all the other girls becoming one, and then you're just reduced, kind of your look. And you mean to the, like that one look. That yeah, you yeah, and to like a boyish look. Like I didn't want to be a boy. <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> yeah. be a girl, but. Yeah, that was the look that everyone was going for. And then um, I think I struggled with that. And then also I was alone most of the time. So I think with 17, I started to work a lot and I was traveling a lot. So uh, I after the 10th grade, when I graduated the 10th grade, I um, I was just working and not going to school. Um, and I was working half a year straight until I was like, I, I need to go home. I cannot, I can't do this because I was always a person that liked to be around people and with friends and family. And that was very important to me. So I also, I struggled with like mental illness because of that, because I was always alone and I was under such a pressure because when I didn't want to do a job or I wanted to go home. So I 
had to kind of make myself a break because in this job you don't have a break you don't have weekends you don't have holiday there's nothing um and then like my agencies told me well if you this job is important if you don't do this you like your career will um like go down i don't know um mm -hmm. yeah um so i kind of have to had to keep going and uh, until like a year later i said no i want to go to school again i want to do my um abitur i want to finish school and that's important to me and also i learned that modeling as a side job is great i like i mean i kind of liked it and also i knew that money was important in life <laughs> so and it was or it is a job where you can earn a good amount of money very easily and in a very short period of time i mean especially for someone who goes to school basically yeah Right. So, I've, yeah, I saved everything, of course, for like later for now. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I'm going to spend it. No, <laughs> yeah. um, That's why you kept throwing money around. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, so I decided I had to go back to school. And since then, I kind of just did it as a side job. But because it was healthier for me and um, I had more fun with it then. But yeah, so, and then I think also you struggle with the, um, with your self-confidence, even if, like, everyone would probably think, oh, you look good, you're, mo no, you're a model, you look good, because, I mean, you have to look good because you're a model, <laughs> and then you have to have a, a high self-esteem, a high self-confidence, because you look good, I mean... Clearly. Come on. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like everyone else, you see sides of yourself you don't like. Or if your agency always tells you you're not thin enough or you have to have a certain uh, size uh, in your waist um, and hips, especially hips. Um, so like for high fashion in Paris, for example, you have to have a waist hips under 90 centimeters it doesn't matter how tall you are or how big your bone structure is but they just look at this number and that's sometimes pretty hard so i have no real like 90 centimeters to <laughs> mean much to me is that i don't know I, i'm assuming it's just very thin then i guess yeah i mean it oh. yeah it is thin yeah yeah okay. i mean you know me so it was <laughs> the way i look so that that's the size but then you have to keep it all the time i had it easily when i was 16 but then when you become older it usually gets like normally gets bigger but you have to keep your size that you had when you were 16 that's not very healthy and normal and then also i have a lot of friends who are just also like a little bit taller than me then they usually have a bigger bone structure but you have to keep those 90 centimeters no matter what <laughs> yeah for some it's i mean i was lucky i i was always very thin and i have to work out and i have to eat healthy but 
I have friends who have like a, I mean, if they would eat healthy and normal, they would probably be a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah. Like a healthy body size would be bigger. Yeah. Although, I mean, like, I mean, sometimes you hear these stories about like fashion models who are like super thin and obviously very neat, but like you always struck me as like a healthy looking person, right? You're not like Thank the you. kind of person <laughs> where you look at you like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> right? But there I mean, are a lot in this industry. When I go to like last year, I tried uh, doing the fashion week again. So it's um, fashion shows in uh, New York, then London, then Milan, and then Paris. And it's one and a half months straight. So you have, you go there, you have castings, and then um, you try on clothes if the designer likes you, and then you maybe book a show, and then you fly directly to the next city and do the same. And you have like 10 or 15 castings a day. So you just run from casting to casting. You don't really have time to eat. You don't have time to do anything. And um, I I was pretty happy with my body right now because I um, I like check all the criteria for uh, model size, but I'm but I'm also healthy and I um, I don't like I sometimes I force myself to do sports and go to the gym or eat healthy, but um, I also allow myself things like, yeah. And then I went to Paris or New York and I was with all those 200, 300, 500 other models who are skinny as hell. And I was like, wow. And then you compare yourself again. Right. And then you're like, oh, this girl's skinnier. And then on the other hand, you think, well, but it's not healthy. And then, yeah, but maybe she's getting more shows because of that. And then it's like ping pong. Also, I think it's a lot of compare, like a lot of comparing because there's so many models. Sometimes you're at a show casting with literally 300 models waiting for 10 spots in the show. And it's about how your face looks and how your body looks. And then, yeah. And if you're not there, another one will take your your spot easily. <laughs> yeah. That's why it was always so important for me to kind of keep going, keep working, and not uh, maybe like my agencies didn't want me to go back to school or to study or something because then I'm not a full-time model and my spot will be taken away by someone else. Yeah. Uh, earlier you mentioned like the the difficulty of kind of being on your own all the time when traveling around is I'm curious is there kind of a I mean do you like make f friends in the model fashion industry that you see frequently or is it really like you're kind of completely on your own in a foreign city all the time? Oh, I mean you um if you do especially when you do like fashion shows you see the same girls again and again like at least every half year or you go on stay together somewhere. So that means you live in a city for like two, three months or something. And then you make some friends there. You have a great time, but then you leave again and then that's over. I mean, you sometimes see each other again and then have like this. It's not a very deep friendship, I would say. 
And that's what I was missing. But I made some great friends through modeling that I still have that live here or live in different cities in Germany, whatever. And I, I'm in contact with the whole time. So I made really good friends through modeling because they know what you're going through. They know what you think and how to handle certain situations. Yeah, yeah. That they don't ask you all the questions I would ask you, and go like, "Oh, so that's the problem." They just know <laughs> yeah. what the problem is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially when it's like when you have problems with your body, and all your other friends would be like, "Oh man, come on, you're skinny. What do you have? like? What yeah, kind of problem at- do you have?" And then they yeah, understand. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, since you've been like eighteen, or what you've been doing it part time, or yeah, I mean, kind almost all my all my career I've done it part-time because I was in school then I did it full-time for half a year or almost a year then I did school again then I did it full-time for a year then I started a trainee thing then I did it half time half a year for no full-time for half a year and then I started studying I always tried again to do it full-time after a few months, I was like, ah, no, not for me. I wanted to try it again now after the bachelor, but then, corona. <laughs> yeah, Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, that now in Corona, you can't fly in models from New York or wherever. Uh, does that make it easier as a German-based model because all the German companies have, or is it just the same thing, just different um, people you're competing with? That's what I was thinking about when Corona happened. Like, how will it be? Will it be easier to get certain jobs here in Germany? Um, I think, I mean, that a lot of German models also lived abroad and they came back now. So it's... They they don't fly models in anymore, but now they have a lot of other models here. So that's a competition again, you know. Um, but since a few weeks or even one and a half months or something, they uh, I also had a job in Denmark again, and they start to fly models from London or Paris or fly German models to London, Paris or Milan or something again not new york but <laughs> it's starting again <laughs> i mean there there were a lot of maybe one and a half months like um, uh, beginning of may or something they started to produce a lot again here in germany i think i'd like to go back to the um uh, just like how you started out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so you, you, was that something you wanted to do, or were you? Did, did someone but come I up to you and say the usual way uh, is that you get scouted on the street doing something like going shopping or whatever? That's the usual story you hear. But uh, I actually sent pictures to the agency. So I was proactive. <laughs> I was like, take me. Like, yes, we will. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I um, Back then, what I really wanted to do was acting, actually. So I was also um, 
I I went to a casting for a kids movie back then. Uh, they didn't take me, but <laughs> whatever. And then um, I was 14. And then one night I was like, wait, now I can apply for modeling agencies. I'm 14. Now's the time. <laughs> and I just did it. I don't know why. It was like late evening. I just sent some pictures that I... Um, I, I was, um, I was put my camera somewhere and did like those pictures that are like, like, I don't know how you, how do you call it, but it's like three, two, one, and then. Right. Uh, the, uh, the zips also yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whatever the English word is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so I, I had like pictures from that and then I just sent it to them. To like five agencies in Hamburg, actually. There's a website. Uh, it's called Belma, I think. And they have all the mm, trusted agencies here. Because there are also a lot of agencies who just want money from you. And they're not very high-quality <laughs> agencies. So I sent the pictures. And then one agency came back to me. The others, I didn't hear anything from them. Um and they invited me and then um a few months later i signed the contract i think and then a year later the prada thing came around <laughs> i mean was that really the kind of um how should we say i didn't think about that before like ever working for prada or louis vuitton or whatever it was like not in my mind at all so it like more like happened by accident rather than you going yeah. i want to be that person in the yeah. magazine yeah. yeah i mean did you have any like particular expectations of what it would be like to do these kind of jobs or was it not really, really. Just like... no i don't really remember because i didn't really plan to do it or like you said i wasn't like oh i want to be there i want to do this i just kind of started and then that it happened and then I was lucky in that position <laughs> and then I don't know the crazy ride started yeah I don't think that you would I, I mean I didn't think about traveling the world with 15 <laughs> I remember I was sitting in a car with my mom and it was around that time where I was I applied to the agency, I saw them, and but I didn't get a contract yet. And we passed the airport in Hamburg, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to fly again. And then, like, five years later, I was like, oh, no flights <laughs> anymore, please. <laughs> yeah. Is So what kind of is your... How should we say? Not career plan, but like I mean, you finished your bachelor's. You you started yeah. your master's. But, yes. Um, is the goal then, or is your? Do you kind of plan on just on doing the modeling like as a side thing to earn some money while you're studying? I think. Or is, yeah, the I think I will always model like as long as I can, even if I focus on another career or another job. Um. Because it is the best side job you can have. <laughs> it's like you get to travel, you get to 
see i i saw amazing cities and places all over the world that i would have never seen if i if, if it wouldn't be, wouldn't have been from from modeling um and i think i mean for women there comes a time when you get too old to be a model i mean it depends on your look obviously if you like what you look like when you get older um there are some clients that like for example like a catalog i can't really do right now because i look too young but maybe at some point i could i can do it so i think that i there will never be a day when i say i quit i just let it go i let it flow <laughs> and see what happens and right now i want to actually i want to focus more on it a little bit right now and like keep it going and um because right now i'm really happy with the job i like to travel i'm uh i don't know i have new energy to do it and i see it more like as a business as a job to earn my money and i in the beginning i always saw it as my identity kind of and my life and i couldn't separate it And right now, since I have a new thing that I focus on, it's easier to to look at it like it's my job. And I and right now I enjoy it. And a few years back, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy right now, and I wanna focus a little bit more on it. That's why I wanted to work and travel before I start my master, but. Well, now, now we just do it both <laughs> at the same time. And um, yeah, so I'm doing my master now. It's uh, one semester I have done already, and then it's three more. And then at some point there's this, um, I also don't know the English word, the trainee thing you have to do for three to five years to become a therapist. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't speak English. Trainership? <laughs> I don't know. No, I guess you do. Uh, I, well, I don't know what the... Like practical um, training. An apprenticeship or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you want to go the clinical route? Or? Yes, yes. I think I kind of... I mean, I didn't, I didn't decide for like 100%, but I'm... I was very happy when I worked at the um, kids clinic after I was in the UK, UK. and um, I can see myself being uh, um, like psychologist for children. I don't know what the the term is for that. Um, I think it's child psychologist. Yeah, something like that. Child and teenage psychologist, something like that. Um, but I haven't planned that for sure right now. I mean, I will do this apprenticeship at one time, but probably not right after the master. And the good thing is that I always have a job. So I don't have to worry what comes after the master. How am I going to earn my money? Because that's very lucky position that i'm in that i always have something i can do and i mean is that yeah, something that that's actually one thing i was 
wondering just about is like is it something that you you know you can always get a job or is it i don't know whatever like the you know the look changes and then your look isn't wanted anymore and then that's like well yeah it, it sometimes um you struggle like sometimes you have a few jobs a month and then the next two months you have no job so you never know i mean you're a freelancer you never know when you, you, the next job is um especially with corona we were all very worried <laughs> um but then it was better than expected kind of for some for some not um right now i i'm very positive that the next years i will always kind of have a job <laughs> but you never know for sure i mean i guess that also makes it easy if it's not your full-time thing right that you yeah um that's yeah i mean i'm looking forward to a job where i have a monthly income that's the same <laughs> and i know it's coming yeah yes it's it's nice. I mean, right now, it's always like, okay, I don't know how much I will earn at the end of the year. And now I'm also paying for my university and then um, for my, my apartment and everything. And then I'm always like, okay, no, I want to keep my money, save my money, because I don't know in the end how long, um, yeah, I can, like, I can pay my life from this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what kind of, I mean, this might sound like a slightly stupid question, but what kind of jobs are there? I mean, is it like just the, the, the things that everyone knows about, like photo shoots and runway or? It's photo shoots and runway. And then you have different kinds of photo shoots. So you can do like a campaign that's like hanging everywhere. And it comes you mean like twice on, like a year. Advertise, yeah, like yeah. advertisement. Yes, um, it's uh, twice a year for for a brand usually, so in summer and in winter. And then beauty campaigns. So this advertisement for for makeup brands or perfume, they pay the most. So that's really? hmm. pretty rare, but that's what everyone wants. <laughs> um, Have you had that? one okay. <laughs> because also they usually for something like that they pay you a day rate that you get for the day you worked for them and then you get buyouts so the rights on the pictures so if they want my want to use my pictures for a year they have to pay for it and if they want to use it for another year they pay for it again so after a year you get money again for doing nothing but for them to have the rights to publish them, the pictures. But that's not the same so, for a campaign? Or? Sometimes, but usually, no. Um, with with makeup or perfume, it usually lasts longer. So sometimes you see a perfume ad for the same for years. But yeah, yeah. since the season is always changing and the brand has different clothing for every summer season they have to do a new campaign and then you have when you go online shopping you have the product pictures on the website and then a model wearing it and that's called e-com it's e-commerce um, that's another one or if you have like a banner on the website that's another one and it all all those jobs have different day rates like so it depends on um, what your image is, what you usually earn, 
and then also on what kind of job it is and what kind of rights they have on the pictures for how long, if they put it on billboards, if they just put it online. Have you been on a big billboard? Yes. Okay, I, I wasn't around a few in times. that city. <laughs> Did you no. see yourself on a billboard, like walking by and go like, wait a minute, that's me? <laughs> or... um, like, yes, I, I was... I was hanging in an H&M once and then I was going into that edge and I was like, oh, that's me. But obviously no one recognized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yes, a few times, but it's always very, very weird. Or like this perfume thing was uh, on TV. Like this ad was on TV. That was also weird. So yeah, it's and yeah it's just yeah you never get used to it i think it must be i'd imagine it must be particularly weird if it's like a huge billboard and you see yourself yeah. in like five times normal size or something yeah yeah it's crazy and then there are um shootings that are called editorials and they're in magazines so the when you open up like a women's magazine usually <laughs> and then you have like a photo story there of like eight pictures. Oh, those, um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not the ads like, in the thing, but the no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. But okay. yeah, yeah, right. In like an L or in style or gala or Vogue or whatever. And then you can have the cover of the magazine. That's pretty good. But you don't decide. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just go and say, "Hey, can I have the cover this month?" That would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah and then if a designer has a new collection for the season they also do a lookbook and that's like a picture of every look of this new collection so sometimes like 40 or 50 outfits that they like send to clients or post online or something and then there's something called um, web editorial, I think. So it's this photo uh, session that's usually in magazines, but they just put it online on their website. That's like more common right now because like everything is online <laughs> now. <Because people> don't <laughs> Nowadays, buy magazines anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very sad, but yes. Actually, has have you yeah. noticed kind of differences in? Wait, how many years did you start ago? Ten. Ten years ago. So that was, what year is it now? To the, so that was 2010. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I, were you still there then before social? Yeah, you were there before social yes. media was then a big thing. Yes. Right? yes. So did that. So there was no Instagram and I was very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the we had Facebook, I think. Yeah. And then we had like this Facebook sites where you can like and uh, then at some point there was Instagram and my agencies were pushing for me to get Instagram but it was like a, an American thing in the beginning and then it kind of came to Europe and Germany and we I don't know I think my highest career point was before Instagram but I have friends who's, who started like a few years after me and had like a great career with like amazing brands. And then Instagram was happening and they got 
so many followers. Um, and right now, also like a few years ago, they started to incorporate Instagram followers in the castings for jobs. So they would ask you how many followers you have, or they would say, uh, this casting, you can only attend this casting if you, if you have more than 20K or 50K or something, because it's free advertising for them. If you yeah. have a lot of followers, but do, it's like a plus. But would you actually post, like, are you then also obliged to say like, hey, I'm doing this, I don't know, runway if, show if with this they, campaign? Or? If they look for a lot of followers, probably. I don't have that many followers, so I never had a job like that. <laughs> where they would tell me, you have to post this and that. But uh, that happens, yeah. For me, it's usually that you are not allowed to post anything because they don't want the people to see what kind of clothes they're doing or what kind of models they have for their new campaign or shoot or whatever. Yeah. So, so you're doing the ones for people with few Instagram <laughs> followers, but you are good yeah. at their job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but are there also, I'm, I'm curious whether there are also like fewer jobs because stuff is being kind of, I don't know, like if you, I don't know. Like if not have... really, I think. Okay, so it's it's not. They're not. Right. You know, like, let's not, say like something yeah. like Nike or something like a, a brand that's uh, not haute couture or something, but that uh, I could imagine there, for example, that they might just pay lots of influencers and say like, "Well, we don't really need whatever else." Yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, they um, the marketing section of a brand, I think, is refocusing on how do they want their yeah, their marketing to look like if they want to do a campaign with models, if they want to do a campaign with influencers where you know the name of the people you see on the picture. Because me, they book me for my face and my look and they book different, they book influencers for their reach and their name and that people know the person. So there's a, of course, a difference if they book a model, like a no-name model kind of, for the average people or if they book a big singer or a movie star an actress or whatever yeah yeah and that's kind of the same so they influences they book for the people and me they would book for the face kind of not because people know who i am <laughs> Yeah. very sad no well, they hire you because not because you're famous but because you're good right isn't that yeah could right? you phrase it that way yes <laughs> is. Course, is there um i mean so like in most professions it seems to me it's fairly clear how you get better at your job um, yeah that's the point with modeling yeah, so how do you like do you train for that like how to I mean, you can. You can train how to walk and you can train how to act in front of the camera. I kind of learned it on the go, I would say. I didn't really train for it. Um, I mean, I kind of trained walking when I was watching Germany's Next Top Model when I was young, but <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't count that. <laughs> but um, you can. But it's not like a job where you work a lot on a specific topic and then you know you will get a reward for it yeah because you always have to be lucky you there always has to be someone in the right moment who sees you and says yes i want to book her 
And that could, it could be the same person, the same model, not happening today, but maybe tomorrow. I don't know. But something very unpredictable. And that's also, I mean, when I started studying again and I got, got good grades for the work I put into, I was the happiest person <laughs> because you finally get a reward for your hard work, kind of. Yeah, not kind of. You get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, and not for the way you look or something, but for the way, for the things you say or think. Well, the things and, you can control, right? Yeah. The effort yeah. you put into it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that does sound super. I mean, every you know, every profession has luck involved, of course, or every everything in life. Um, yeah. Even you know your grades in, in at university, or whatever. But it, yeah. it does sound like the modeling thing is just like you turn up and hope that someone <laughs> likes whatever look you yeah, have. Yeah, kind almost. of. I mean, there are a few really hardworking models and they never make it. And it's very sad because they do so much for it. They, I don't know, they move away from home and they work a lot. And then they work for not, for like a pretty decent rate. And there are just a few who really get the good jobs and the, the I don't know, they really make a career. So I was very lucky, of course. Yeah, yeah, but I, I can see why you would be happier doing that part-time rather than full-time. Yeah. I mean, for some people, I think it's great if you love doing it, if, if you love traveling, being on your own, or you find someone who's traveling with you. Like if you have a boyfriend or a partner who's doing the same or whatever, that's great. And then you can you can really enjoy it. Um, for it was just not really for me, but it's also good that I learned that. And in those young young years, I learned a lot about myself that I wouldn't have learned if I wouldn't started doing it. Yeah, if you just like gone to school like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think about what kind of person I would be if I just never started it, never sent those pictures. And just stayed at home. Who, who would you be if you hadn't done that? I would probably still live at home. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like at home with your parents? Or... Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be so scared. If, like, I'm a really... Um, I'm scared... No, how do you say that? Not from a lot of things, but... Off a lot of things. I'm scared of a lot of things already. But I also already did a lot of things that I thought I would be scared of. <laughs> but then I probably wouldn't have done anything. So <laughs> So in a way modeling was your way to build up some self confidence despite yes. despite everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, that was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> like I need an industry that like doesn't care about you as a person that's hugely driven by luck and then that's how you build confidence yay that's not a nice conclusion of this talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm sure there are other ways to build confidence other, other options are yeah. available yes another thing I'm curious about is that so I mean you've done a lot of uh like photography work right as in 
Yes. Like photo shoots. What? So, I mean, uh, I occasionally as a hobby take photos and sometimes of people. I'm curious, like from a professional perspective, like what's something that really, like from the models or from the person's perspective who's being photographed, like what's something that you should or shouldn't do as a photographer? Um, I mean, like, like one example I've noticed is that like giving clear directions was something that I didn't do in the beginning. And then that really confused people also because they were not professionals. So there was like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I, like, that's one thing that I really noticed, but I'm curious. Like, Because you see the picture, you see the person in front of the camera and the background and how it's all coming together. And you see what kind of movement or pose is looking good right now. I don't see that. I mean, I, I have the feeling, I mean, I, as a, professional person in front of the camera have kind of the feeling wh where we're going and what I I'm what I can do what kind of looks good but then also is it better if I turn my head to the right or the left you have to tell me or it's always good to give uh, positive feedback yeah this is looking good yeah that's great yeah put your head a little bit more up or down or a little bit more to the right or whatever something like that or move with your hands or something like that. So, and also it helps if you have kind of a picture in your mind, not a specific one that you want to recreate because that never works yeah. really because it's a different person, it's a different background, but that you have kind of something visualized that you want to do. Or, yeah, also if you look... If you put a person in front of a specific background, you probably have something in your mind. And so, and you have something in your mind, not the person that's in front of the camera. So you have to tell the person what you want. And then maybe sometimes show the picture so they know what it's looking like, what it looks like. Yeah. So, I mean, just, yeah, to give the person a very clear idea of what the yeah. photo is supposed to be like. Um, and good feedback, like positive feedback. So not, you, not the person feedback. feels good. <laughs> no, but it makes you feel good. Even if yeah. you say, oh, yeah, it looks good once, say it more often. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's weird at the beginning, but I, I always feel like that gives you, like, motivation and, like, a, I don't know. I guess it gives you kind of direction, right? Like um if you yeah. just know what not and to confidence do. yeah it's always weird to stand in front of a camera especially for someone who's not used to it so, yeah no, yeah yeah that's i mean that i think that's very person specific i heard some people yeah. have no problem at all even in a crowded area and some yeah. people i had you know. like i had a job recently and it was a photographer who's usually doing portraits of like persons like real persons and not models so it was for like a jewelry campaign so it was also sometimes very close and then he did like a so a portrait picture of my face and he was they wanted to photograph me as a person and not me as a model and that was something i've never done before because usually when you put a camera in front of my face I switch into my work mode, kind of, and me, my spirit, 
is not there anymore, kind of. I don't know. I yeah, zoom yeah. off. I know what to do when I hear you, but it's just not me personally anymore. And that was very interesting because I did the slightest movement with my head and that was too much. <laughs> it was super weird, but super cool to like photograph the real person. Did you yeah. get to see the photo? Um, yeah, I think just like a first look on it. It's not really published yet, but yeah. I saw it on the computer like right after we took them. Did you feel it kind of represented <laughs> you, whatever that means? Or? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was just nice to to like do something totally unexpected and totally new and kind of very rare yeah being yourself yeah but, i mean so weird <laughs> but is it i mean you must like no not you must but i'm assuming you take photos in your private life or whatever right yeah so That's was it that different another that, thing or? yeah if my if i ask my if i ask robert to take pictures of me i usually feel so un I don't know, not relaxed. I'm like, okay, do it quick. And I always like laugh because it's also it's him probably. It's not, that's not like professional then. And then I feel uncomfortable. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, just so if you, uh, so for the listeners, uh, Robert uh, and Antonio got yeah, married what, a month ago. <laughs> just to put that in perspective. The feeling uncomfortable is not that it's some random person. <laughs> um, yeah, that no, is unexpected that, that you wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, you'd imagine that you would just be like, sure, and then you take like the perfect photo or whatever. But yeah, no, because also, mm, yeah, it's the separation of, of your your job and then your personal life. And I want him to like me i want him to think that i look good and um when i'm at a job i know they booked me because right. they like my face so and then it's like achieving a look rather than yeah yeah and also at a job it's not about me liking the way i look it's about them creating the vision they had and for that they booked me so it must fit <laughs> Right. Oh, so is that then, I mean, you said earlier that the, you know, it's not about you as a person in the fashion industry, but if it's you privately, it is about you. Yeah. So then, and that's, yeah. that's about the self-confidence there. That's lacking a little bit. <laughs> but it's vastly improved through your yeah. <laughs> modeling experience. Yeah. Okay. Any Anything else other than clearly communicating what I want to do? And giving positive feedback or? Nothing I would have in my mind right now. I mean, I think, yeah, those are two things that are. Uh, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, Especially when the person uh, is not used to being in front of the camera. Yeah, and I always I mean, like snapshots, like not very posy, but like moving around and then you just take some pictures and i think that's more nicer but or more beautiful but that's something you have to figure out as a photographer what kind of pictures you like to take and so one thing i've 
I mean, it's kind of weird me talking about photography because in a way I haven't taken a photo in a year now. I used to do it like quite a lot for a few years. Yeah. And basically yeah. since I've been in Hamburg, I just haven't done it at all. Um, huh. Apart from like two, three times when I went out and did a quotas. Uh But one thing I have been kind of thinking about is that, um, you know, so if, if I want to take photos of people, right, then... So far, I've just asked people I know, and they are always um, amateurs, and they, um, you know, are just not used to a situation. And usually, like, it takes, like, 20 minutes for them to, like, kind of forget they're taking photos, mm -hmm. and I think I'm kind of getting good at that. Um, but I have thought, like, well, it would be cool if I were to take photos with someone who actually knows, like, what they're doing, yeah. who yeah. is more comfortable, is there. Yeah. But I'm not a professional photographer, right? Yeah. I think I have... I'm somewhat good. Um, yeah. But is there like a way to, I was curious, like, do you know of a way that you can, yeah, take photos of people who <laughs> know what they're doing without like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have like money to pay, right? This is just a hobby. Yeah. So there, sometimes when you have new faces, so new models, they need pictures for their books because then the pictures get sent to clients and um, yeah. So they have to fill up their book with different kind of pictures. So if you have some that you should start with people, you know, but if you have like a selection of pictures you took, you can send them to an agency and say that you would do test shoots with models. So you have pictures and they have pictures. That's what uh, you sometimes do in between like a free production where um, also I come together with a photographer I know and then a stylist and a hair and makeup artist and no one gets paid. We just all have an idea what we want to create and then we do a photo story and then we send that to a magazine or there are websites online where you can, I think, that's what the photographer knows. So I don't really know how, how it works, but... There are sites where you put up the story and then magazines can buy the story. Um, so sometimes there are shoots happening without being paid or something. But uh, especially for you, when you start and you need pictures also to promote yourself again, um, you send some that you already have to agencies and then the models who also need pictures can like take pictures with you so you both benefit from that but does that have to be with a stylist or something or is that no not always like in the beginning i uh i was bringing my own clothes and then you just say uh where you want to take the pictures and what kind of clothes they maybe they should maybe bring or you just say yeah pick a nice outfit where you feel comfortable in or something Maybe you should have like three, four outfits so you can take different pictures. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, what I usually That's do at the something. moment is that, you know, we just go to the person's place and then just see like what looks good in black and white. Yeah, what, yeah. Well, maybe not if, if it's like a young person. I don't know. <laughs> That's maybe a bit different <laughs> yeah, than yeah. with friends. But. but like I did one in the Hafen City in Hamburg or um, you go, I don't know, and that, uh, at the Alster in the nature or you go in the city and then you could take closer pictures, wider pictures, whatever, or have yeah, different yeah. ones. I think there are nice places you can take pictures. Yeah, I mean, Hamburg has, I think Hamburg's pretty cool because it has such a variety. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, you even have like the Elbstrand and then you have like industrial stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Hamburg is pretty good for, yeah, just doing different kinds of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, like for, for me, the whole thing is that like it's a hobby. So I don't want to like, you know, have to like spend time like scheduling time with people and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but that sounds pretty uncomplicated then. Yeah. I mean, you have to schedule time for that but <laughs> yeah of course there's some but like you know it's it's scheduling time yeah. with one person something else and scheduling yeah. time with four people yeah um yeah so what was the what was the the you said there's a website with trusted agencies it's velma i think v e l m a v okay, velma. v <laughs> yeah good <laughs> I, I i understand what you mean by v <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna check. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the right one. Yeah. Uh, .de or yeah. Does that it's, stand for uh, anything, or is it just someone's name, Velma? Or no, it stands for something, but it's German. I see. I can read it out, but <laughs> it's German. <laughs> okay, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Velma Verband Lizenzierter Modelagentur e.V. Okay, thank you. And then you scroll down, and then. You have like all the agencies there. A lot of agencies, you know. Is that uh, there are specifically for Hamburg, or I mean, I, are these just very small agencies, or? No, I think it's Germany. Uh, I see. Yeah, it's Germany. Munich models okay. is there. That makes sense. Mm hmm. Yeah. Cool. Then may I mean, if I like, as I said, I don't think I've taken a vote in like half a year now. <laughs> Maybe you should start again before you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that. Uh, although I have found kind of that, um, uh, I have taken like fairly long breaks in between, and I'm surprised at how easy I find it to get back into it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I should <laughs> definitely. Although then again, <laughs> I've also noticed like just taking. I mean, so I, at first I only took photos of like streets and you know whatever. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, it's such a different thing than taking a photo of a person. It's, yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. It's, it's a completely different thing. I mean, there are like yeah. parallels, but I yeah. mean, very few. Um, no, but but you focus on totally different things if you want to make a street look good, <laughs> or like a piece, or yeah, just still life. Well, and also the, just the interaction, right? If I take yeah. a photo of a road, I might wait for someone to walk through and be at a certain yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like go up and say, "Hey, can you like stand right there or something?" Yeah, yeah. And look like you're, I don't know. Yeah, and then a person also you have to like kind of follow the person, and you have different angles, and the picture looks totally different right away. So I don't know. I think you have to have the eye for it, and you have to be like amazed of the pictures you're taking, either if it's like um, architecture or animals or people or or interactions or photographing one person it's also very very different i would say i'm not a photographer <laughs> <laughs> well but i guess you do have a more insight than most people probably <laughs> i would imagine actually uh, one question i've been wondering about for the last half an hour uh, <laughs> is there such a thing as being photogenic do you or is it like just people not getting the right instructions or no, I think there is a thing like that, yeah, where you either look better in real life or on pictures. Okay, yeah. You know, 
you can see a person and you're like, wow, so beautiful. And then you take a picture and it just doesn't Ooh. come through. Yeah. yeah. yeah or I'm always the other way around. That's just maybe the person like being just like moving the wrong way or whatever, you know, like. Um, that, it, that can also happen. You being photogenic and then you just don't know how things, to move. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I think, yeah, I would say there is this thing as being photogenic or not <laughs> I, f- I find it a funny concept because i guess everyone hopes they're not photogenic so that when really? you see well like that when you see a photo oh. of yourself you think oh yeah i look better than that right <laughs> like you kind of want to be photogenic so the photos you look good but when yeah. you see a photo you kind of hope you're not almost <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know I, sometimes i got the feedback that um i don't know sometimes i don't really have to do a lot in a picture so in the beginning most of my pictures were pretty still i would say i was just sitting somewhere being boyish (laughs) (laughs) being boyish and cool (laughs) and cool and then i just like moved my face a little bit from left to right or like different angles and that was it so i think there is a thing about being photogenic (laughs) yeah yeah, I found like in the few things I've done that like it, as soon as people start trying to do something with their face, that, that's almost the end of a good photo. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't yeah. work. Like yeah. most of the time, I just I just say like, okay, just like completely relax your face, look that direction, do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, okay, I don't know. Just just do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've kind of worked. Th- I have I had a few, I had a very few points and I think I've covered all of them already. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Shortest episode done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nothing to talk about in modeling. <laughs> no, but I mean it is also like um uh like one thing I always find slightly strange is if I've had parts of a conversation already with someone. Yeah. Like I remember, us, like I mean, the reason I asked you is because we did talk about this a few times, yeah. and it always feels slightly weird if I'm now then like bring up those again. topics again or something. Yeah, um, no, that's fine. Oh, it's also so warm in here. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> you don't have air conditioning there. Nope, not an hour. Nope, floor. there's no air conditioning here, and this. And oh, I the, remember. We're in I a corner in the- office, so the sun I shines on our office in- all day. Yeah. Yes. In summer, I remember. And then the. Oh, no. 